הרי מכאשר עצמי לאכול הצדיקים האמיתיים שדורנו לאכול הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכנה הפרה קדוש משבר ארצמה ובבחן לרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחל נובע מכוחו אחמא רבנו נחל נפגי מן שמחה נא נח נחמא נחל נאומן זכותו תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן ברוך השם Today we're going to do Sikha Kuf Petet, conversation 189 in Sikhot Aran, a beautiful conversation that discusses something that we might be left with a lot of questions after studying, but nonetheless should only increase our emunah as Rabbeinu is going to discuss this concept in a very, very um, deep way, yet something we can come out with that's, uh, that's grounding and that's practical. Um, we're going to discuss a subject that a lot of people will have questions on, of course, because it's human nature to have questions on such, such things like this that don't make sense on the surface level. Things that actually seem to be contrary to, to, to the concept of justice. Things that would seem that, that, that honestly seem crooked if, with, uh, with our minds. But Be'emet, if we have a Munan Hashem, that we know that everything Hashem does is just because Tzadik Ve'ashachu. Hashem is tzaddik, he's righteous, and he's yashar, he's straight. He is just, everything he does is just. And we have to have emunah shlema, we have to have complete faith in Hashem, that everything he performs is right, um, even if our minds and our hearts cannot grasp such a thing or cannot contain such a thing. So let's hop into it, um, because we're going to discuss the mysteries of the way Hashem operates in the world. Se'if kuf petet. Pa'am achat haya nagdo zechonon levacha mutal al-eres. Um, one time, Rabenu's grandchild um, was struck with a sickness, um, uh, what we call smallpox. May God save us from such a thing. And Rabenu came complaining to Rabbi Natan and expressing to him his pain that he had so much trouble and was going through such a difficult time because his grandson was. Or it, was, it could have been his granddaughter actually, but his grandchild was struck with smallpox and was suffering. And Rabbeinu started speaking with Rabbi Natan and telling, telling him something. And he said like this, He told Rabbi Natan there are ways of Hashem that we cannot understand, cannot wrap our heads around. Because it's brought down. It's brought down in the Shifre Ari, in the uh, books that, in the book that, um, that, uh, what do you call it? Rabbi Chaim Vital, right? Um, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, I believe it's Shif Chayari, Daf Lamed Gimel, page 33 over there. Uh, all the praises of the Arizal that uh, his student wrote about him. That with regard to the Ari Kadosh, the Ari Kadosh was punished, or I wouldn't even say it, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a harsh judgment that uh, reached him that one of his sons had to pass away. The Amar and the Arizal said, And the Ariz HaKadosh said that the reason why his son died, his name was Rabbi Moshe, he's actually buried right next to the Ari HaKadosh. If you go to Tzfat, you see a small grave, of a, a small plot. You see the, almost the shape of a small child. Um, that's uh, Rabbi Moshe, that's uh, the son of the Ari HaKadosh. And Mamash, um, you see him buried right next to his father. And the Ari HaKadosh said that the reason why this son passed away was because of a secret that he revealed to his student, Rabbi Chaim Vital. May his memory be a blessing. 
Um, and the secret is mentioned in Sefer Vayikra Vezor HaKadosh, Daf Resh Mem Tet, Amulbet, page 249b. Um, it speaks about the secret of a, of a certain animal, a gazelle. It discusses how it gives birth, and it can only give birth whenever a snake bites it. An entire beautiful story that, that's discussed over there. Funny enough, Rabbeinu teaches us the secret of the story um, in Lesson 13 of Likut Moran, if I'm not mistaken. The same secret that the Ari HaKadosh revealed to Rabbi Chaim Vital. Um, and that secret being the, the reason for the fact that the Ari HaKadosh's son had to pass away. Rabbeinu reveals an, a secret that unheard of on this Zohar that Mamash even goes further. Even goes further than the Ari HaKadosh for the fact that there's an Avodat Hashem behind it that, uh, that Mamash is revealed to the world. Aside from the fact that perhaps the, Rabbi, the Ari HaKadosh was revealing to Rabbi Chaim Vital a secret on, on this Zohar that nobody has known before, the fact that Rabbeinu reveals a secret on the Zohar that we can all use towards an Abodat Hashem, Mamash shows how far Rabbeinu went with revealing secrets. And um, we're going to see this actually at the, in the last line of the Sikha. So imagine, the Ari HaKadosh revealed a secret in the Zohar that even the Zohar actually Rabbi Shem Bar Yochai urges us on, uh, I think it's page 252, he says, don't speak about the secret. Um, he says, even the Zohar says, even Rabbi Shem Bar Yochai warns us not to delve too much into this concept because there's a secret here that is dangerous to study. And when Rabbi Chaim Vital heard it from the Ari HaKadosh, he asked and urged the Ari HaKadosh to reveal it to him. Rabbeinu goes on to explain what's happening here. He says, isn't it true that the Ari HaKadosh was forced to reveal the secret to Rabbi Chaim Vital? Because Rabbi Chaim Vital urged him to say it. Now you can say that Ari HaKadosh didn't need to say it if he knew that it would be for bad. But the problem is, we know, Rabbeinu is going to explain right now, and by the fact that Rabbi Chaim Vital urged, it, urged the Ari to reveal to him, and forced him to reveal to him, he had no choice. Ki Amar, because Rabban was explaining that the Rabbi Chaimita's argument to the Ariya Kadosh's teacher was that you only came to the world to rectify my soul. And this is a known thing that when the Ariya Kadosh was in Egypt, staying with his uncle, um, and he was approaching 35, the age of 35, 36, um, Eliyah he used to study with Eliyah Navi, the Ariya Kadosh. He studied with Eliyah Navi six days a week, and of course he used to go back home for Shabbat. Um, and Eliyahu Navi told him, he said, now is the time you have to go rectify, you came down to the world for one task, and that's to rectify the soul of a person named Rab, uh, Chaim Bital. <laughs> Rabbi Chaim Bital. And the Ari Kedosh said, I'm not leaving. And uh, Eliyahu Navi told him, he said, if you do not go, I will never reveal myself to you. You have to go to Tzfat because this is your entire mission. And therefore the Ari Kedosh picked up his bags and went to Tzfat, and within a beautiful story of how he met Rabbi Chaim Bital, um, it's mentioned over there, the entire story, the Rabbi Hamita rejecting the Ari HaKadosh at first, and how it ended up happening. An incredible, incredible thing. Um, Rabenu actually, the first book, the first book that Rabenu ever gave Rabbi Natan to make him read was Chifre Ariza, the praises of the Ariza written by Rabbi Hamita, to teach him what, to, to give him the access or the understanding of what needs to be done as a student. He was almost training uh, Rabbi Natan um, with the ideas of what it, what what um, what a real student means, because he already knew that Rabbi Natan would be uh, the person to bring down all his teachings, and therefore Rabbeinu wanted him to know the true quality of a of a student. So he gave him the writings of the uh, he gave him the Shifra Bashantov, 
And um, this was uh, the first uh, thing that Rabbeinu gave Rabbi Natan. But it comes to show us that Mamash, the Ari Kadosh, was forced to teach Rabbi Hamital anything for the fact that Eliyahu Navi told him and Hashem told the Ari Kadosh that everything he asked, you have to teach him because this is your entire thing, your entire job is to fix this Nishama and to teach him Torah. <laughs> okay. And therefore, Nimtza, we find, we see that from the heaven, Hashem himself forced the Ari Kadosh to reveal him the secret. Forced the Ari Kadosh to reveal the secret of Rabbi Chaimital. Even though the Zohar Kadosh says not to enter it, and um, just by the fact that Rabbeinu Arizal was forced to, um, was, uh, his entire job was to fix the Neshama of Rabbi Chaimital, he thereby was forced to reveal the secret. And even though the Ari Kadosh had no choice, he was still punished for this, as we mentioned above. And as we can see, these are the ways of Hashem that we cannot understand with the human intellect at all whatsoever. Because it makes no sense. How can Hashem force you to do something and yet you be punished for doing the right thing? It makes no sense. And this is something we cannot understand. Rabbi Hamital actually forced the Ari Kadosh a couple of weeks later for another secret that the Ari Kadosh was forced to reveal him even though he told him Again, let me not reveal it to you because it, there's dangers with this. Rabbi Hamital forced him again. And the Ari Kadosh told him another secret that ended up actually making the Ari Zal lose his life. The Ari Kadosh lost his life, his own life, because of a secret he told Rabbi Hamital. And before that, he, he lost his son's life um, with regard to a secret that he told Rabbi Hamital. So imagine here that the Ari Kadosh lost his own life. And he told Rabbi Hamital, he said, he said, you think... And when he told Rabbi Chaim Vital that he was about to lose, that he lost his life, um, by the fact that he told him the secret, Rabbi Chaim Vital was very sad. And he knew it was his fault, it seemed like. And the Ari Kadosh said, Don't be sad for me because, Be'emet, actually, I'm, I'm totally happy, he says. He said to Rabbi Chaim Vital, he said, The problem is not the fact that I'm dying. He says, The fact that we, need, we have to work together and I still need to fix your soul and we still have work to do on your neshama and we're not finished yet. This is the problem. So he said, it's not for me, it's for you. Don't be sad for me, it's sad for you. <laughs> Imagine the level of tzitkut of the Ari Kadosh saying that he had to reveal a secret that Rabbi Chaim Vital forced him to do, forced him to tell. The Ari Arizal lost his life because of that and the Ari tells Rabbi Chaim Vital, he said, don't worry about me. It's about you, we need to, we need to get to work. Imagine. We can understand that this was true of Rabbeinu himself. That all the pain, the afflictions, the suffering that Rabbeinu had to go through, and all his children had to go through because of it, his wife even, his first wife of course. All of this is because of the fact that Rabbeinu engaged his entire life, his entire mission was to draw us close to Hashem, Rabbi Natan says. And it's for that reason that he suffered so much. Even though Rabbeinu is forced to do this, because it's certain that God wants Rabbeinu to do this. Because of course, we know that Hashem is constantly thinking thoughts so that the outcasts, those people who are outside the settlement, will not be banished from Him. Will not be pushed away completely forever from Hashem. Meaning Hashem wants all the Jews to come back. And nonetheless, and even though Rabbeinu is doing what's right to draw people close to Hashem, he has to suffer tremendous affliction and sufferings 
and difficulties that are so immense because of this. Because these are the ways of Hashem that nobody understands as we mentioned above. And Rabban was about all the pain that he was going through because of the fact that his grandchild was sick with the smallpox. And Rabban said, I want to take the sickness upon myself from, from this kid. I want the sickness instead of him. And Rabbeinu said that in his heart he feels every single groan of this child. And afterwards, Rabbeinu tells Rabbi Natan, But this will be for my benefit, for my ultimate good. That when another person who's sick, or sorry, when another person who has a sick person in his home, a sick relative perhaps, brings for me a redemption to perform for on this sick person's behalf, or this man comes to pray, to ask me to pray on his behalf, I also have a pain um, with regard to, I also feel the pain of that person. And we discussed actually um, in Seif Kuf Pechet, just before this uh, lesson, that Rabbeinu feels more pain than the person himself. Rabbeinu says that also when one of my followers which was drawn close to me distances himself from me God forbid all the pain that I'm telling you about that I'm experiencing in my heart from above all of that is applicable to whenever a follower leaves me and Rabbeinu was telling Rabbi Natan about one of the followers that was that had moved away from Rabbeinu and had like uh, lost touch with Rabbeinu and went away and distanced himself from the from the tzaddik. And Rabbeinu said that he feels all the pain that we we're mentioning above. That I also heard from one of Rabbeinu's followers that he too heard. In the name of Rabenu, with regard to this subject, this was at the time when Rabenu's son passed away. Shlomo Ephraim, Rabenu said he had so, such high hopes for this son. He said that this son, Shlomo Ephraim, he was the Mashiach of the generation, and he passed away, of course, in just a couple of months. Um, and after the son passed away, Rabenu said that he's suffering because of us. And this man is saying what he heard Rabbeinu say at that time. Rabbeinu is saying that he has to suffer because he's drawing us close. And Rabbeinu went to continue, continued and he said like this, Didn't the Ari Kadosh, the Ariza, he only revealed one secret. And he had a punishment for this one secret. He lost his son. And another secret, he lost his own life. All the more so me for the fact that I'm revealing so many secrets at this caliber. So many secrets. So dot rabot ka'ele. Rabbeinu says so many secrets like this. So imagine the secret Rabbeinu is revealing in all the sefer. Likute Moran. The entire Likute Moran are secrets like this. All of it. Every word. And yet, imagine the suffering that the tzaddik has to go through because of this. Hashem Yitbach should spare us from such suffering. And um, we should understand that the tzaddik does this for us. So we should 
pay attention to the words of the tzaddik and put all our koach and our kavana to apply the words because mamash, he, he suffered his entire life. He died and his children and his wife, they went through tremendous and immense suffering just for this reason. So it shows us that we have to put in all our kavana to, to, uh, to apply the words of Rabbeinu. That mamash, all his words are secret that have the ability to to transform the world from evil into good. As Rabbi Nathan says, One page of the books of Rabbeinu will uproot all the evil in the world. One page. One page of Likute Moran will uproot all the evil. Just one. One page of Sipo Masyot. It's beyond our understanding that just one page of Rabbeinu Sefer has the ability to uproot and destroy Amalek and all the evil that exists in the world. So we should reinforce ourselves with the teaching of the tzaddik, especially now with what's happening, especially when the world is all against us. That mamash, the main thing is to reinforce your emunah, the tzaddik. Reinforce your emunah, Rabbeinu. Reinforce your emunah yourself. And of course, of course, of course, most of all, in Hashem Barach, that, um, that be'emet, um, we have a tzaddik like this who brought such teachings to draw us closer to Hashem and we have to take advantage of this. Rabbeinu says at the end of the times, he explained this from Sichotaran. We'll get to this. If we hadn't gone to it already, I forget. That um, in the end of times, Hashem is about to go to shake the four corners of the world. He's going to shake the earth, the ends of the earth. And the Reshaim are going to fall from this. Meaning at the time, at the time of the Mashiach, there will be many Reshaim that fall. But he says those people who attach themselves to the Tzadikim will stand firm in their faith and will stay strong and will survive. This is the time right now that we're talking about. We should remain faithful in ourselves, especially in the tzaddikim and Rabbeinu that be'emet, that uh, this should draw us closer to Hashem. And Ramunah uh, and Hashem should increase our bitachon to perform more mitzvot and ma'asim tovim. That's it for today. Bezalat Hashem will be back with Se'if Kuf Tzaddik.